Hello and welcome to the CAFMA Connect. I am your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me is my co-host, John Fetima. Thank you for having me. Assistant Chief <laughs> of Operations for Central Arizona Fire and Medical Authority. It's great uh, to have you here. Um, you know, some people call, uh, use the term reluctant leader. In, in this case, I would say reluctant co-host. Well, last week you uh, mentioned that uh, you were hoping to get better uh, uh, help or better uh, ho- co-host in here. So you have me again. So uh, I wasn't looking for you. a better co-host. I'm just trying to get you used to speaking in public, John. I'm here to help. Yeah, that's uh, that's terrific. I think there's some other folks that I'll I'll recommend. Perfect. Well, uh, this episode of the Kaufman Connect is actually uh, the review of the review or cliff notes of the review or whatever we decide to call it. Um, and that, this is where we discuss the weekly newsletter that we put out every Friday um, for Central Arizona Fire and Medical Authority to all of our personnel as well as people outside. For those of you who are not part of our organization but you're interested in getting the written version of this, you can go to our website at www.cazfire.org and hit subscribe. If you get it and you don't want it, uh, you can go there and hit unsubscribe. If you work for us, that's not an option. I tried it. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, you can't get rid of it. You know, John, one of the things I've been doing this week is um, taking part in the Naval Postgraduate School Executive Leadership Program. And I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, they had a professional consultant in uh, talking about communications. And he asked, what, what do people tell you? And my response was, I have a lot of words. And, and I like to use them. So he was trying to help me be more concise. I think it's going to take more than this week. It's worth a shot, though. Yeah, I was thinking I'd hire him Perfect. to help me out. So, John, this week in the Chief's Desk, one of the things that um, we looked at is the fire service in the state of Arizona is changing dramatically in the next five years uh, as a result of retirements. And CAFMA will change uh, the, their face or our face over the next five years. And when you say five years, it, it seems like, wow, that's that's a short period of time. When we look at the 10-year projection there's a lot of retirements uh, within our organization, and 10 years right. goes by just as fast. Yes. You know, if you look at um, – you mentioned the five-year mark, and if you look within that five years, and it's 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 changed even um, – you know, we keep saying five years for like our battalion chief corps, um, but our first one, um, Chief Crothers, leaves in four years now, or roughly close to that. So that it's, it's coming very quickly where we're going to lose a uh, – a significant portion of our leadership core. It was discussed recently in the, the the BC meeting on you know how we prepare those next folks coming up. But we're losing you know a significant group um, that has been within this organization has helped lead this organization forward. Like you say, within that five year mark, big changes, and uh, we need folks looking at the, those opportunities. Well, and that's what we're writing about this week. And it's not just in operations, but non operations as well. We're going to have some managers leaving opportunities for others to promote to higher level positions in administration. And I would say that operationally, our operations folks, our firefighters, our boots on the ground are very sound. They're good at what they do. Yes. Now, if you look at, uh, like you say, all the the training, education, it's not something that ever ends. And the expectation is that they're continuously looking at those high risk, low frequency events but I agree. I think uh, our personnel do a great job and uh, our training and education, I think, only supports that. So I think, like you say, operationally, 
we're good. Well, then we sh- we should be good. Then if everybody's good operationally, right? We can just start promoting people. <laughs> uh, you could. However, like you say, that the, the challenge is not just the operational portion. As you move up in the organization, uh, there's changes in the expectations. Um, and I, you, you highlight it in the review this week where it's not just your, your response on an incident. There's a whole lot more that goes on, a uh, whole lot more expectations as you move up in a leadership position. Yeah, I think as the fire service, we do a great job teaching what's known as rapid cognition to our operations folks. And that's the ability to arrive on a chaotic scene, assess it within seconds and make a decision and take action. And that's what they do. But we don't do a great job of teaching them the critical thinking skills they need in the fire station. We don't do a great job and spend enough time teaching them how to approach a difficult or a crucial conversation properly and to be able to control their emotions uh, when they're having those types of conversations. And it's those things that really get people into trouble. Yeah. Yeah, as you like you say, operationally, it's easy to give people directions. Go do this. Um, you know, they're assigning tasks. When you look at uh, as a leader, whether it's a battalion chief or a manager in the non-ops realm, it's about moving people and it's about thinking long term um, right. and working with someone on maybe their own challenges, their own insecurities. We talked about barriers a little bit last week. You're working with those individuals to move them forward help them accomplish goals, um, help them, you know, with uh, maybe personnel challenges or interactions. You're working in a lot of different arenas, and it takes that emotional intelligence and that calm approach to help do that. And, and many times we are better at controlling our emotions on an incident scene, an emergency incident, than we are <laughs> in the fire station. Um, and that's a dynamic that we need to think about. So if you're looking at promoting, one of the things that you really have to work on is – that ability to control your emotions in stressful situations that are non-operational, non-emergency incident, but things that you run into in the fire station day in, day out. Yep. Like you said, a lot of what you described is that emotional intelligence. And uh, so often we do not take account for, like you mentioned earlier, the amount of words that come out, how small a conversation may be, how insignificant it may feel, but how quickly a small spark can ignite a large fire. And I think that's what uh, needs to be considered in all aspects is uh, when you're having those conversations and you're moving people forward is uh, self-control, self-awareness, and that emotional intelligence to help move people down the path. Right. And in the written version of the review, we get more into the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. And, and that's just meant to give you some ideas, some things to look at or contemplate or consider um, as you're dealing with these situations and you're uh, developing your own skills and tools uh, to control your emotions in that environment. The other thing we talk about, though, is the paperwork side, the non-sexy side of the job, (laughs) the the incident reports we have to do uh, after a call, the EMS reports we have to do, the training logs. All of those things are vitally important, um, and that's the administrative focus. And as as you move up, when when you made captain or were first promoted to captain, how much additional paperwork did you have to do? I can't give you an exact number, but uh, like you say, it, it it definitely changes. And sometimes that's the the negative side of the the position. People look at like, well, I don't want to deal with the paperwork. I don't want to right. deal with the emails. I don't want to deal with the reports. 
eventually you learn to find your way and find your path in those. Right. And uh, ultimately all that stuff, well, there's training logs, um, incident reports. It justifies what you did. And that's the important piece right. is that is backing up. We say we did this and those incident reports, those training logs, all that is doing is confirming that what you did uh, is true and you're, you're validating it. Well, one of the things that, that we try to get across to everyone and, and our attorney's really good at pointing this out is when you write your report, you're writing your report for you. Because if you get called into court, the only document you have to refer to is that incident report. So you need to write it clear. You need to be concise. Um, and you need to make sure it's inclusive of what happened on the scene. Yeah. The training reports back that up because once you're in court and in that re- in your incident report, you said, I did X. <laughs> now they want to look at your training records to see if you were actually trained to do X. So every detail that you put into these reports is vitally important. Um, The last one being, and and you talked about, I don't like these reports, I don't like these reports. The one big one we hear about is Telestaff. Uh, It's here. Uh, We don't have another option right now. So um, don't let that be a deterrent to you moving up in the organization. I guess the message there. So John, the other thing that we talked about, or the other uh, thing we do in the reviews, we put a couple articles in. And this week, the first article I put in was uh, Rapid Cognition, Think Fast out of Fire Engineering. And obviously, that follows up on some of the conversation in the chief's desk. And then the last article I put in this week is How Firefighters Can Size Up Their Financial Situation. And that's from firerescue1.com. The link is in the review. Uh, We talked just a few minutes ago about all these people retiring. And the reality is our careers go by much faster than we think. Absolutely. And we need to make sure that we are prepared uh, financially for that uh, inevitable time when we hang up our our uniforms and say that's enough. So it's important that we get that information out to everybody. Again, thank you for tuning in. Um, I know we had several folks that that did check out our podcast or YouTube last week. We have no idea how long they stayed on there. Uh, As we discussed before we started, it may have just been enough time um, to see if it was a complete train wreck. uh, And or it could have been that it was a train wreck and it's you couldn't look away. They might have just fast forwarded to the end where it's uh, exploded. So either way. But we hope uh, that this information is helpful. We hope that uh, you continue to tune in. We hope that you actually pick up the written version of the review and read it. Um, Again, if you're interested, if you don't already uh, receive the review, our website is www.cazfire.org. You can always go there to get more information about Central Arizona Fire Medical Authority. You can subscribe, you can unsubscribe, and you can look at some of the other documents that that we keep on there, like our strategic plan and our overarching philosophy document called The Compass. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week.